I've been I've been recently rethinking a lot of the stuff around how uh, one can intuitively understand controlled operations and like something as simple as a control node, right? And I think at the beginning of uh, of this whole journey, when I was learning a lot about these, uh, I remember uh, coming across and talking to different people where they're like, you know, you cannot like it's it's counterproductive to. Uh, trying to understand a control node operation as a, in a classical sense, like, you know, if the control qubit is one, then the gate gets applied. Uh, and you're quickly, you know, pushed into, you know, you try to understand things at the system level and try to understand, you know, how these gates operate like on a wave function. Uh, but the more that I, the more that I dive into the, um, uh, you know, the, the computational branches kind of thing, where you know there is a way to represent a system only by taking a look at the you know its qubit states even even when there's entanglement and and, and stuff like that uh maybe that's a bit of a tangent but what i mean is you know you can you can definitely keep track of the state of each qubit even if the state is something you shouldn't be asking for right even if it's an entangled qubit you can at least represent the correlation between the different observables or the different axes or the different, you know, however you want to call them. So, for example, if you have a qubit in, 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 in superposition and then you apply a control node, you can at least represent the fact that, uh, you know, the, the, the target qubit state is going to be dependent on the control qubit state. And I might be saying and using the word state wrong here. Um, but that's kind of, you know, it's, it's a neat way to... Uh, think of a control knot as a concrete example. Indeed, using the classical and, and you know the classical interpretation of if you know if the control is is one, then uh, the target operation is applied. Because you can think of these operation as a well yeah, an entangling operation. So an operation that actually creates the correlations or creates the uh, you know creates the entanglement, right? So you can really think like you can really think about these as you know let's i mean let's walk through a concrete example so you have a two qubit system one qubit is in in the plus state and another one is in the zero state right and so now we're going to apply a control not gate um and you can think of this control not gate really creating um two separate computational branches or two separate worlds uh yeah that was probably a mistake actually to use the word world not not referring to many worlds or anything you can create, but it's just like you you're creating two possible um, two possible states your whole system can be in, right? So uh, because it's a z-axis control, so you're controlling on uh, the state zero or one. Uh, you know you you end up basically in two possibilities. So either either you know if if the top state if the if the qubit qubit uh, state is zero the control qubit then the target qubit stays zero and if the control qubit is one then the target uh, qubit uh, is actually one because you've applied the not gate now i'm the, the the nuance here the nuance here is that you're not like i'm i, I don't want to say that you know that the qubit the control qubit is either in this in the state zero or one um although you can treat it this way but at least you can represent your system you know um like this, right? So you, you're basically saying, well, it's either a zero, zero or a one, one, which is basically what the wave function is telling you as well, which is, you know, you kind of have an equal probability of measuring zero, zero or one, one. And so, 
yeah, you've basically, you know, you're in a sense uh, interpreting these uh, operation as a, you know, in its classical sense, if it's one, then the gate is applied. It's just that you don't, it's just you have to accommodate the fact that the, your control qubit doesn't have to be in, in, in one of those states and therefore what the gate does then is it creates these correlations between, uh, in this case you'd say the z-axis of the first qubit and the x-axis, I, I think, of the target qubit because it's an x-gate, the one you're controlling. Um, and I think there is a, a, a way to think through these that leads to understanding why when the axis of both control and target that you're uh, operating on are the same, why then, why, why, you know, why is it that then the order doesn't matter, right? Like, for example, a control Z doesn't matter if, you, if the control target, like if the control qubit is the first or the last, like, uh, you know, what, what, but it's usually difficult to find an explanation why this is this way. And, and I think this kind of offers you a bit of an explanation, right? Because all you care is about the correlation between the, the two qubits, sort of the relation, uh, the, the relative relationship between the, the states. And so, uh, like, you don't really care if you're correlating the z-axis of both, you, you shouldn't really care which value goes where. I mean, like, the, 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 the notion of, you know, keeping track of saying if this qubit is here and that one is, like, like this is just a, a way to keep track of what's the, what the correlation is. You're not necessarily talking about the state, the specific state in which each qubit is, because you should not ask this. Uh, based on what I've already learned many times uh, through different uh, Twitter conversations. But it does represent the state faithfully, uh, at least the system state faithfully, right?